Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And uh, direction on where this team's going to be going in this, not the second half, the second, the last third of the season. Jeff final Arsene third, final so, third. With the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that knows it all. He is Chris Fedor, and of course he is from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer. And of course, you every once in a while you hear him out on the air. He is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Chris, is there any rest for the weary? Do you get to take a couple days off here, or are you all-star bound? I am not all-star bound, thank God. I am taking an actual all-star break. It's Woo-hoo! going to be fantastic. Nice. <laughs> Glad for you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad for you. What surprised you most in the first two-thirds of the season, if anything? Honestly, guys, I think it's just their ability to overcome the mountain of injuries that they've had to deal with throughout the course of the season, especially the ones to Evan Mobley and Darius Garland that coincided with one another. I mean, to be without 40% of your every night starting lineup for six straight weeks, I mean, that's asking a lot. But credit to the Cavs. Um, The bench stepped up. Donovan Mitchell stepped forward, played like an MVP candidate. Jared Allen turned himself back into an all-star worthy player. Um, but for them to be where they are, second place in the Eastern Conference, one of the best teams in the entire NBA, without Evan Mobley and Darius Garland playing for that stretch of time, I think is um, a product of, of the talent level on this team. I think it's a product of the coaching, and I think it's a product of the added depth, and that was a big focus this past offseason for the Cavs, and it's shown itself. I heard Mike Gansey say the other day, we didn't know necessarily that we had all this depth. Right, and, and I thought that was a an interesting, honest answer, Chris. And they clearly showed that they had plenty of depth when these guys were out. And I like the way they've played when when everybody's been back. Can everybody keep their egos in check and continue to play this way? Because it clearly makes them a real. I mean, they're they're getting thirty assists a game. They're they're really difficult to beat when they move the ball like that. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, there's enough evidence pointing to these guys understand um, what it's going to take to be successful. These guys understand how they can fit into the fabric of this team. These guys understand that this playing style um, lends itself to successful basketball. And look, I mean, Darius Garland, by nature, is a selfless basketball player. Darius Garland, by nature, is somebody who has the ability to shoot from the outside and, and be part of a team that bombs a whole bunch of three-pointers. He's comfortable enough playing off the ball that he doesn't have to dominate possessions. And Evan Mobley, I think, is the kind of guy who impacts winning in a variety of ways, but he's always trying to make the right play. 
He's not out there trying to get his numbers. He doesn't care about his touches. He doesn't care about his shot attempts. So having those kinds of guys, those are the ones that you're trying to reacclimate here in the final third of this season. Like they're the right kinds of guys to play this kind of style. But are there going to be hiccups? Of course there are. Because you're asking these guys, in some ways you're asking them to be used in a different way than than how they were used at the beginning of the season. And you're asking Darius Garland in particular to play a different kind of style than what he's played his entire life since coming into the NBA. So, yeah, it's going to take some time, um, and there are going to be stumbles along the way. But but I think everybody has bought into this style and this this system as one that, that works at a high level for them. And the other thing is, guys, they have the personnel to play this kind of way. Like I'm getting a lot of people that are saying, well, why didn't the Cavs try this last year? Why didn't the Cavs try this in the playoffs against the Knicks? Well, because they didn't have Max Struess, and they didn't know what they had in Sam Merrill, and they didn't have Jarrett Allen, this version of Jarrett Allen. So the personnel that they have has lended itself to this kind of playing style, and it really has allowed them to diversify this offense and, and make it more dynamic. Um, I want to just kind of talk for a second about the last two games before they headed into the All-Star break here. I mean, they came off those – you know, those three wins on the road at Washington, Brooklyn, and Toronto. And then mm-hmm. as I watched that Philadelphia game, I was like, man, these guys, they're ready for – I mean, they're ready for a break. Like, I think the All-Star break came at the right time for them especially. But I was really impressed in the loss. Like, I can sit there and look at all these Ws, but the mm-hmm. fact that they even had a shot at the end of that Philadelphia game, regardless who's on the floor, and that they were able to battle back from 10 down so late in the game to even get that – that kind of said a lot to me about the team. And then to come back, I know the Chicago game wasn't the perfect game, but they won it. How, I guess the question is for Chris, then, you know, how important is it that this break happened right now? Because they, the, the gas level would seem to be needling on E. Oh, yeah. Um, you could tell that the, the Cavs were ready for it. You could tell um, that they were pretty wiped out given the stretch that they had just went on. And, and look, like, if you're in it every single day, and I'm in it every single day. Yeah. It is exhausting. They played four games in six nights. They were home for like two days just to play against the, the Sacramento Kings in between two long road trips. The trade deadline was the second game of a back-to-back. Uh, it's, just, it's just hard. But when you go to Paris, your schedule is going to be a little bit different than these other teams around the NBA. And when you have the Mac tournament coming up at rocket mortgage Fieldhouse, and you have the women's final four coming up at rocket mortgage Fieldhouse, you're going to be faced with a grueling March. And, and that's just the reality of the situation for the Cavs. But you could tell, I mean, look, these guys are playing high minutes. They're playing with all out effort on a nightly basis. And I think to me, that's one of the things that is most important about this, this six week turnaround is that, they found a different style offensively um, and they were able to get more shot attempts and more three pointers and more possessions and stuff like that. But it didn't come at the expense of their defense. It didn't come at the expense of all the other little things. We got to play hard on a nightly basis. We've got to defend our butts off at the point of attack. We've got to do the little things to make up for any kind of perceived talent gap. Those things are still at the core of who the Cavs are it's just they have this new dynamic offense that has enhanced their identity. And that, to me, is really, really important to note. And that, to me, 
um, is something that it shows that at the core of this team is a defense first team. Chris Vidor joining us covers the Cavs for the Plain Dealer Cleveland.com. Who discovered that uh, Jared Allen can be a force in the offense? I don't think it was Jared. It seemed like it was everybody else, Chris, because when he gets involved, man, it, it gets some real easy baskets. Well, you guys know this. Oftentimes, production is a product of opportunity, right? And, and early on in the season, Jared came into this year, and he was a different player. He had a different mindset. He had a different body. He worked on his body. He worked on his game. And he was telling anybody that was willing to listen, hey, look, like I can knock down mid-range shots. I worked on that all off season. I feel really comfortable doing that. I'm confident in that shot. And he was telling everybody, hey, I worked on my passing this off season. I worked on my face-up game. I worked up on my post moves and like all this other stuff. It's just like he didn't really have the opportunity to showcase that in the first part of the season because he was sixth on the team in total touches per game. He was getting as many touches per game as George Niang. But when Darius went out and Evan Mobley went out, there were more touches, there were more shot attempts, there was more freedom on the offensive end of the floor, there was more space on the offensive end for him to operate as well. And I think Jarrett challenged himself in a way. And he looked at it and said, okay, Evan's out. I got to hold down the fort. I got to step my game up. And he got more opportunities. He got more shot attempts. He was more involved on the offensive end of the floor. And I think that led to a greater joy. And I think it, it made him feel empowered by the coaching staff and his teammates that they were looking for him to do more. And it was up to him to showcase all those things that he said he worked on in this offseason. And you're right. You know, if Jared is going to be this level of involved on the offensive end while at the same time being as good of a defender as he is, and the Cavs have success with that particular formula with him. Like, that has to stay for the rest of the season. Like, it can't shift itself to, okay, Evan Mobley's back. He's off a minute restriction. Those touches that Jarrett was getting, um, using him as an offensive hub, that's going to shift into Evan Mobley. Because I think at this point of their careers, Jarrett Allen is a more developed um, offensive player than, than Evan is. And I think you see how, how the team functions with Jarrett heavily involved and um, what it does to an opposing defense. And, and that's not something that can change um, in the final third of the season, even when Evan um, is going to be off of his minute restriction and probably going to have a little bit more involvement on the offense bed too. Chris, what is a realistic outcome that says this season was a success? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So that's the thing, right? Like, um, I thought coming into this year, guys, that if the Cavs did not get out of the first round of the playoffs, if, if they had the same kind of result as last year against the Knicks, they weren't competitive. It looked like a team that was just going to be um, static moving forward. And I, I thought that the front office was going to consider changes. I thought they would consider changes with the coaching staff and with um, their personnel, the roster construction. And I still believe that. Um, at the same time, like I'm not going to sit here and say, if they win a first-round playoff series and they get to the second round, and they lose that second round, that all of a sudden they're going to make these drastic changes simply because they're the number two seed in the Eastern Conference and expectations have raised a little bit and because they've played like one of the best teams in the NBA over the stretch of the last six weeks, which is a really, really long time to be playing at that kind of level um, in the NBA in any sport, really. So I do think that it's this front office and, and the players – in this locker room, um, they should want more, right? They should want to go as deep as they possibly can in the playoffs, and they should aspire to that. You want to set those lofty goals. But I also think there has to be a realistic approach attached to this when it comes to the front office and team building. And, like, if they lose in the second round of the playoffs because they happen to match up with the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis and Dame or something like that, and it's a competitive series, that doesn't mean that this front office needs to go and make drastic changes and look at it as if things aren't working. So I think it depends, honestly, guys, on who they play in the first round of the playoffs and who would they would match up against in, in the second round of the playoffs. And at, at that point, I think we can have the conversation about expectations and how deep um, they can go into the playoffs. Um, in saying all of that, Everything about them points to them being a legitimate contender. And the East is more vulnerable and more open than people thought at the beginning of the year. Because coming into this year, it was the thought was, okay, in some order, the top three in the East are going to be Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Write that in pen. Well, Philadelphia doesn't have Joel Embiid, and who knows if he's going to be healthy and effective when he actually comes back. And Milwaukee has shown a lot of vulnerability, and they can't guard anybody. So it's like the path is there for the Cavs to make a deeper run, but it's also still a young team that has enough of a runway to continue to grow organically um, if this front office is committed to keeping this together. And, and I think that is, whether that happens or not, is going to be dependent on what happens in the playoffs and how competitive they are in these series. Chris, as always, have a great weekend. Enjoy your time off and uh, just chill. Chill. I can't wait. I am going to just chill for the next four days. It's going to be really, really nice. Enjoy it, buddy. All right, Chris, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 